Hey. Hi. Oh boy, this is gonna be an exciting one. I know. I can't wait. <laughs> so so needs to be said. Everything oh. we have in store for you guys today. So. First of all, welcome to episode 12 of the Filterless Females podcast. I am Carrie Fick. And I am Elisa Faust. And today we're talking about bad advice. (laughs) There's so much bad advice in the world. And we hear it all day long. Like, all day. Everybody hears bad advice all the time. We do. And so I just, I want to start by throwing this out there. We're not saying we've never given bad advice. Everyone gives bad advice. Yes. Some, <laughs> some people's bad advice, like some are just like doozies. Like you did not just say that. Um, right. And others are just like, eh, well, you know, maybe that just doesn't work for me kind of a thing. But um so we just want to touch on it and maybe start a conversation about, like, what you've heard that you're just like, what the fuck? I know. I can't wait to hear people that have uh, have received bad advice, what their comments are in regards to this. I know. So, um, so do you want to get started? Yeah. So, um, so Carrie and I actually had this idea sometime last week and as everybody knows we are yeah still technically in quarantine but things are opening up around us um in New York so I am definitely a girl who likes to constantly be on the go um this is the longest time I've really spent in my house and as much as I love certain aspects of it I am ready to spread my wings and go, I don't know, to places other than the grocery store. So <laughs> I uh, I was telling Carrie, I just feel like, like, I just, I'm ready. I need to get out. Like I want some sense of normalcy back and how difficult it is like scheduling to be with people because some people are still very timid and still very unsure about going out with COVID happening where other people like me are like, ah, forget it. It's fine. So being a widow, I was given this advice by another widow and she she told me something that kind of stuck with me. And then I forgot about it until we started talking about this. And feeling like, like I want to be around all my friends again. And I haven't really heard a lot from my friends because, you know, quarantine and haven't obviously seen them. And so she said to me, and this was almost a year ago, she looked at me and said, Alisa, you should always say yes to everything people invite you to or people will forget about you that's just I can't even like begin to wrap like my hands around like what's so like it's and I don't want to say it's like wrong wrong but I mean it's just that puts a lot of pressure on people like I mean 
I would imagine being a widow or widower, you have right. good days and bad. And yes, like you, your personality, you want to be around people all the time, but there's got to be days where you're just like, nobody bothered me. So yeah. like, it's putting this pressure on you to be like, even if I don't want to, I have to force myself to do these things that I don't want to do right. or else, you know, my best friend in the whole world is not going to be my best friend anymore right. because they're not going to understand that like I have bad days. And like, yeah, like maybe if you say no, 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 like 20 times in a row, they're going to be like, well, like she just doesn't like me anymore. Right. But I mean, it's like we've said it before and the advice has come from so many different people you know and people I think I've heard the phrase a lot but I mean if it's not a hell yeah it's a heck no so if you don't want to do something you shouldn't be forcing yourself to do things right that you don't want to just because someone might not like you or want to hang out with you anymore I mean I think it's perfectly acceptable to say like oh you know I don't really think that you know, I feel up to that, but do you want to do something another day, you know, and like kind of make plans for something else? Right. Yeah, it's, um, it's also really interesting too. obviously being a, a widow is even there are even times where you say yes, because you definitely want to go out and you want to you don't want to be alone all the time. And you go out and this weird thing happens where you actually feel lonelier when you're with somebody than you would have been had you just stayed home and allowed yourself to be in that grieving moment. Um, It's extremely hard to comprehend because you would think like, but you're with people. So that would be what you want. And essentially, yes, it is what you want but on the days that you just you can't and you still force yourself to those are the times that you're going I just want to be home in my couch eating an entire pizza you know um and it's just this weird weird sense and I'm sure people can relate and going like well yeah I've gone to this party and I really didn't want to go but I went and either A, had a phenomenal time and it was the best ever, or B, just really wanted to go home. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like that B answer, but in a little bit of a different sense. So, you know, I, I love I love being around people. I am definitely an extreme extrovert. I will talk to anybody. It, it doesn't matter. Um, backgrounds, ages lifestyles like I I just love people I love to be around people but understanding that the no might not necessarily be against you personally or the the thing that we are going to be doing it could just be for that person and I'm not even just saying me but for that person who is saying no there could be something else going on it could be the fact that they've been at work for 12 hours and they just want to come home and take a bath. You know, it could be that they just dealt with a screaming child who finally fell asleep after three hours and they just want to sit in peace and quiet. You know, 
yes, I understand that if you keep saying no, then people probably will be like, well, forget them. Like, they don't want to do anything. But understand that we all need time to say no because there's a million reasons why we say yes. So be be gracious to us when we say no. Right. And I was just going to say that. So I feel like this deserves a little piece of like good advice from us and no we don't always give good advice but we do most of the time give really good advice so you guys should listen to us but I mean (laughs) if you're on the flip side of that and you're the friend of you know a grieving widow or it doesn't have to be a widow like somebody maybe lost their parent or a sibling or someone really close to them and you know people are just in that fuck like don't give up on them like yeah maybe they'll say no for a while but don't give up on them don't shut them out because of it and maybe they're not up to hanging out yet but that doesn't mean they don't want to hear from you and I know like when we were talking about this the other day I was telling you about when like so my dad passed away when my oldest son was seven weeks old so I just had just a few weeks of maternity left um, leave left before I had to go back to work and it was such a funky time because obviously like you know one of the happiest parts of my life is like mixed in with one of the most devastating parts of my life so how I kind of got through those year or two like after is like beyond me you know it's Mm -hmm. like you kind of have to just keep chugging because you now have this child to take care of and you know like a family that you know is relying on you but you're grieving and you know, balancing that was like crazy, but I just remember like, so our situation was really kind of crazy too. So we lived probably about like 30 minutes away from my immediate family. Um, so my husband and I would work all week long. Um, we had various different family members coming and taking care of the baby while we were at work and like different forms and then every Friday we'd come home from work, pack up our house, like not our house, but like pack up our stuff and we'd go spend the weekend with my mom because mm-hmm. like it like killed me to like go through that week and like not know how she was doing. And, you know, I'd like call her just to like have her answer the phone and like see what she was doing. And right. so we were spending every weekend with her and then coming back home for work um, Sunday night. And then we, within that year, we sold our house and we had moved in with her, um, And then kind of our whole living situation changed after that. But like during all that time, you know, so we're living in one house like with my mom. So it was my mom's and like this, you know, too big for her house by herself. So we move in with a baby and two dogs. So we're all in this space. We had our house crammed inside of her house plus a storage pod in the driveway of like all the overflow so I mean there was enough room for us but you know it's crowded because you know she has you know 30 plus years of stuff accumulated in this house and we have what we need inside the house and all over and so like all of a sudden like I don't know how many months later it was but I'm just like you know telling my husband like I'm like nobody wants to hang out with us like how come our friends don't call us and like asked to do stuff with us or anything or like you know because before this like and before we had our son like we used to have people over you know like football games people were at our house or you know and stuff Mm -hmm. like that and I just kind of thought like you know and he said to me 
you know, like people probably don't want to bother us. Like they probably just think we have a lot going on. I'm like, we don't, you know, and it's like, I'm not reaching out to them either to be like, right. you know, guys like call me, like hang out with me. But I'm like, nobody wants to hang out with us. But I'm like, well, I don't want to invite people over because our house is like a cramped mess right now. And, you know, like living in my childhood bedroom with my husband <laughs> and, you know, my son's like across the hall and my sister's old room and, I mean, and it was fine, but, you know, then slowly we started to come around and then, so my children are just a little more than a year and a half apart. So then I'm pregnant again. And then I like, because of how funky the situation was, we really didn't tell people right away that we were having another baby. Um, right. And so then like, that was it. So then you don't want to see people cause you don't want them to be like, Oh, you're pregnant. Like, obviously, <laughs> cause it's noticeable. <laughs> and, um, like, it was just kind of, like, this whole thing. But, like, you're right. I mean, that's my really, really long way of saying, like, I know what you're talking about because it's just, like, where are my people? Yeah. Um, and I, like I said, and I get it. Like, we we all have lives and we all have things happening. And, you know, there's a lot of different situations out there that everybody is going through. And, you know, that's the path that either fortunate or unfortunately was given to them, whether, you know, you believe that or not. Um, What, what I found really interesting is one of our radio stations, when, um, when I was listening to it the other day, said something about um, doing a mental health check on people and it's all, you know, it's sometimes it's terrifying to really ask your friends how they are and really get mm-hmm. like the real answer because people are afraid to maybe talk about the extremely good things because they feel like they're bragging or the extremely terrible things because they think that you will think less of them. And all it said in this commercial for mental health was send that person just a quick text message of, Hey, I'm thinking about you. That's it. It doesn't need to be elaborate. It doesn't need to go above and beyond. And if that person takes it to the next level, then you follow them. So, you know, understanding that maybe this person is saying no, and it's not anything against you, but it could be something more going on in their life. Um, I know I'm, and I will admit this because again, going through grief, I'm not always thinking about everybody else, which is very uncharacteristic of me because I am definitely always putting everyone else ahead of me. Mm -hmm. Um, So after, you know, texting with Carrie and talking to her about this and then hearing that commercial, I'm like, well, this works both ways right? Like maybe somebody's going like, Hey, Elisa always asked me to do whatever. And I haven't heard from her in six months. Like, are we friends still? Are we not friends? Like she moved on with her life. Like, does she still live here? I don't know. So it's okay to say no. It's perfectly fine to say no. But keep checking up on those friends that are saying no. 
definitely. So I don't know if I can follow up with any more bad advice on that one. Mine are, as per how I roll, totally <laughs> out there. So I mean, I have a couple that are going to be brought up in a little bit. So, um, so I'm just going in the order of my list because how can you pick and choose? So this is one. So like we were having this conversation, just so everyone knows, and we're like, oh my gosh, this is such a good topic to talk about because we get so much bad advice and you know like we gotta we gotta just like let it out there and then we spent like what days like getting ourselves prepped and we're like we can't think of it like what's the advice what's the advice what's the bad advice (laughs) so I mean like I think what I'm gonna say next kind of leads to the fact that bad advice comes in all forms Mm -hmm. so this is one that and actually I used to follow this advice until like one day that my dad was like you can't do that so um advice about like it's kind of like in the realm of being prepared for an emergency so like people that tell you oh you should always keep a case of water in your car like in case you're stuck in an emergency and then like you have water in your car well this is bad advice and I'm going to tell you why. One, if you live in a place that's like way too hot, then you're going to have a case of boiling hot water. And then, mm-hmm. of course, we're all worried about like BPA and like chemicals and plastic and stuff. And all that stuff's going to get into your water at some point. Like, don't tell me right. it doesn't. That's A, disgusting. And then you've wasted a case of water. Or yep. B, you're stranded in a snowstorm in the middle of winter and you have a case full of frozen ice rocks. And so you can't drink anything. Or, I mean, if you're lucky, it's like a 50 to 60 degree day. Maybe you broke down and you're a little thirsty and, like, that's okay and you have all this water. But then, like, if you're straight in the middle of nowhere, you're going to have to pee. I and feel you're like I not need to tell you a bathroom. story when you're done with this advice. I'm done with it because that's it. Like, it's just <laughs> it's stupid. <laughs> because I'm done with it. Over it. <laughs> Um, so <laughs> I partially agree with this advice. Okay. No, and I say this partially. <laughs> no, <laughs> because <laughs> I was trapped in my car in a snowstorm in a giant snow mound for over six hours. And while I didn't have water with me, okay, mm-hmm. I did have a very good friend sitting in the passenger seat, um, <laughs> who is my college roommate and best friend we've had on this show as well. We are driving back home from St. Bonaventure, um, and by driving back home, I mean to Buffalo, she doesn't live here, but she was getting on a plane to go back to her house. And we left St. Bonaventure and it was a, believe it or not, beautiful, sunny, maybe like mid 40 degree day, which like in the winter time, that feels unbelievable. And so we decided to stop and get coffees along the way. So we had our Tim Hortons, which if you know anything about Tim Hortons, we in Western New York love Tim Hortons. Um, 
because we again are an extension of Canada right like we consider ourselves like partial Canadians since we're so close to the border and it is a Canadian-based company which now Burger King has bought out which is an American company I digress so we have our coffees and they were so hot we asked for them to be double cupped because you know how can you not have some double cup love and yes I just referenced a rap song and we're stuck in this snowbank because as soon as we are 20 minutes away from the airport a whiteout occurs and I'm driving my kick-ass Pontiac Sunfire and all of a sudden my car just stops driving and you can't see anything if you've ever been driven if you've ever driven in a whiteout you know how terrifying it is mm-hmm. so all we have we have no food at all we have no clue what's going on around us because you can't see anything so we have no idea if we are on the road, off the road, in a snowbank. Are we going to get rear-ended from behind? Are we going to get sideswiped? Like, you have no clue. So you're terrified. And we were so anxious about what was going to happen to us that we decided not to drink the coffee because sometimes coffee just brings on more anxiety. Mm-hmm. But... Do you know how long six hours is when you have to pee? Mm-hmm. It's extremely long. So what did we do? Peed in the extra cup. We peed in the extra cup and poured it out the window. So, I mean, for men, it's a little different because they they siphon things differently. So, like, they could pee in the plastic water bottle where women definitely would have a harder time with it. But you just kind of have to be a little creative. <laughs> So I'm, like, partial on that advice. Partial. Wait, why? Because you would have peed in the water bottle? I totally would have peed in the water bottle. I mean, I would have just stuck my ass out the door and probably, like, peed out there if I had to. Like, (laughs) who's seen you? You're in the middle of a snowbank. Well, I don't know. I mean, desperate times come. Well, I mean, it was also still snowing and freezing cold outside. So do you really want to go outside and, like, pull your pants down? And then, like, worry about getting rear-ended. Legit rear-ended. Or you could have just pissed your pants and then you would have been warm, too. I don't know. Yeah. I, both I mean, not that I've done any of these things, people. <laughs> I'm just just trying to be that devil's advocate. Yeah. Um, all right. I have two, two counterpoints to make to your story. Okay? Okay. Right. One, and all the hate mail, bring it on. It's fine. I'm okay with it. But... False statement from you. Um, not everyone loves Tim Hortons. <laughs> I I do not like Tim Hortons. Because, because I you don't. don't. It's okay. I don't like Wegmans. It's okay. It's totally fine. Don't even start with me. We're just going to leave it at that because this could get real heated, people. But um, It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. To each their own, but I, I can't. It's just, ugh. I don't like it. Um, anyways, when you were talking about your best friend in the snowbank. So total Western New York stories. I'm sure everyone has one. So my best friend um, since like forever, we were hanging at our house one day and we we're like, I'm just watching TV. Like we're in college, right? Like bored, like watching TV. Like, what do you want to do? It's like green grass, sunny, like you said, like gorgeous day, right? 
Mm-hmm. And all these people are talking about like everything like shutting down. And we're like, the weather's not bad. Let's let's go to Target. Well, there's no <laughs> Target in our town, so it's like 15 minutes down the road. So we get to that border, like the town line border, and all of a sudden it's like you said, white out snow, right? And we're like, oh, like. You're like 20, right? Do you even think about like if you actually should be going to the store or not? No, we want to no. go to Target. Do we need something? No, Heck no. But so we keep driving. So we get all the way, like this 15 minute drive probably turned into over 30 minutes, by the way. So we get to the side street that pulls into like Target and then you can go in like the side parking lot. So I go and I turn down this road to get to Target. I made all the way all the way to target turn onto the road and my car gets stuck oh and i'm like oh my gosh like what do we do like what do we do it's like i am 20 i don't know about the rocking the car back and forth thing yet right <laughs> or i think i did but it was like not like you're supposed to do it fast and it was like go forward stop go reverse stop go forward like it's not yep. working so I don't even think I had a snow brush in the car. I did. Maybe we were trying to shovel the car with the snow brush or the scraper on the snow brush. I don't <laughs> even know. Right? So then, like, we're trying to get this car. Like, we don't know what to do. We're just, like, sitting here. So then all of a sudden, I'm like, I'm outside and, like, trying to get the car. And this guy, like, pulls up. And he's like, oh, you're stuck. So he, like, hops out of his car, hops in my driver's seat. Like, rocks the car in, like, two seconds, like, gets the car on stuff and, like, takes off down the road. And I'm like, yes, we're free. Dude, that guy just kidnapped my best friend. (laughs) 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 Where's, like, he did stop. It was not, like, real kidnapping. But I'm like, oh, my God. So I'm, like, running down the road, like, my best friend's in that car. (laughs) That's my car. Needless to say, we turned around and went right back home. We never made it inside Target, even though we got to the store at that point. Target. So, anyways, nothing to do with bad advice ever, but very good advice. Don't let strangers steal your best friend. Yes. (laughs) Very true. So, um, next. (laughs) So, one of my favorite things, and I don't know if it's necessarily advice or just a saying in general, but either way, it, it just bothers me when people say this, do as I say, not as I do. Oh. Okay, so like, is that advice? I, I guess a, a little bit. Is it just like a saying? Yeah. But why do I have to do it if you don't? Right. I and why, classified... are you, why are you doing it? I think it's classified more as like an asshole comment. It's just like, wait, what? So I have to do this, but you don't? That doesn't make sense. Right? Um, that just says, and, and the number of people that have probably said that or have heard that over the years, it just, it just gets me in a completely different way. Like, I am one of those people I like to lead by example. So... I have no problem doing the exact same task as somebody else. Yeah. But keep it consistent. Oh, it just it's always been so annoying. It is. And it's like those cliche it's like a cliche statement too, which oh, drives me nuts when you hear like so many of them. And it's just like 
No, not again. I don't want to hear this again. Yeah, I get it. All right. So is that your bad advice? Yeah, that's because it is. Okay. It's bad advice. Like, just lead I by swear. example. Just do I it. Just, just like Nike it's my, says. My turn. <laughs> Is it my just turn? do it. Like yeah, is it my turn? Um, okay, so this one gets a little serious, and I know I was talking to you about this before. And wording it is kind of like it's funky and like how to word it, because it's not like a blanket statement of advice. But so this is one that I struggled with for a long time. So if you've been listening to us for a while, you know that my youngest son has a super rare disability and it was a journey for us to get to a diagnosis and kind of figure out exactly what was going on with him. And we, I will say very lucky that in terms of like what other families go through trying to figure out things going on with their kids when they have like disabilities or health issues and stuff, like we're very lucky that we got answers as quickly as we did. Right. But so anyway, so when we started to notice that like, you know, he was not reaching milestones and that there was an issue, we knew um, to go to our doctor and ask about getting him into early intervention and getting him evaluated to see if he qualified for like therapies and services. So we started that process like pretty quickly in terms of when we started seeing issues. So about 15 months, he was getting evaluated. And then, you know, by 16 months, he had therapists starting to come into the house to see him. So through this process, we're also seeing all these specialists and trying to figure out what's going on. So we're going to neurologist and endocrinologist and all this. And so once we got an answer, we kind of knew like, you know, that it was just genetic condition and what was going on. So, you know, we're doing the therapies, we're seeing the doctors, and then you get people who just, I don't know if it's advice or they just think they want to make you feel better. So you know, stuff like, oh, well, like, he's in, he's in therapy, and he's going to do great in therapy, and oh, like, I mean, he's going to, you know, a special ed preschool, but, like, you don't know, he'll be mainlined by the time he gets to kindergarten. I'm like, mm, he has a lifelong, incurable, super rare disease, like, disability. Um, he's, he's not actually... <laughs> going to be mainlined like anytime soon if ever but thank you for the optimism or people are like oh so like my friend has um a daughter and she she wasn't talking so she had speech therapy and then she didn't say one word until she was four And then, like, you just, you could not shut her up. She was talking, like, crazy. So, like, speech therapy is going to, like, cure your kid. And then, like, before you know it, he's just going to be, like, talking like crazy. Like, nothing ever happened. I'm like, actually, no. Like, and I mean, I don't, I mean, I'm not putting down the people that had, like, those things. And that's amazing. Like, and I'm not putting down, like, early intervention or therapists or anything. Like, they're amazing. and Extremely helpful. We've seen amazing progress in my son um, in the past few years. And, like, he continues. And even with, you know, these stay-at-home orders, I mean, we're not seeing relapses in, you know, his speech and physically and things like that. So we're, you know, extremely lucky, extremely grateful. But, like, we just – we're not pessimistic, but we're balancing that with the reality that 
his future's unknown and we don't dwell on every day. Like I don't get up every day and go, Oh my gosh, like, I don't know if he's ever going to walk or talk. And, but we live in the now, but we prepare for the future. So just please, if you know somebody who has any sort of health or physical or even like, you know, a little bit of a developmental delay, anything going on with their kids, just don't give people advice about kids. How's that? Just not at all. Just, just shut up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and not to be so harsh, but I mean, if it's, if it's requested, like, I mean, I can't tell you how many times are you talking to your friends and like, oh my gosh, like, you know, like my kid keeps waking up at two o'clock in the morning. Like, what do I do? Has this ever happened to you? If it's, if they're seeking advice, right. Offer tips or just, you know, and I feel like it's best to preface it with this is what worked for me, but we all know mm-hmm. deep down that every kid is different. So let's just not tell people what you think is going to be like some magic cure because it's not. And just shut yeah. your face. Well, I, uh, we have not prepared for this at all, but I want to play a game with you. <gasps> impromptu game. I love games. I'm the game player this time. I'm nervous. I know. Right. It's an impromptu okay. game. So I am going to, and it's, I only have two. I should have done more research, but I didn't. It's fine. Um, so I have two pieces of advice. Ooh. And I want you to guess what state they're from. <laughs> <laughs> I I hope they're from the popular states because I don't know that I know all 50. They, they, are, <laughs> they are very popular states. Um, so while, uh, while we are preparing for this, I I know that people have given me horrible advice throughout the years, but I just couldn't think of any. I, I don't know why I, you know, have a, a lot of things going on in my brain, and apparently I can't remember all the terrible advice that I get. So I uh, started doing some research to find bad advice that people had been given. And these two made me laugh so hard that I thought, oh my gosh, I have to bring them up. So the first one is, it's the thought that counts. What state does that sound like it would have come from? The thought that like, like there's it's, it's the thought that counts. Does well, that help? I was going to ask a question to help me, but like you said that like a Valley girl. So I had to have come from California. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, yes, it is the thought that counts, but. But like, did it originate in California? Is that, I, no, is that somebody, why you're asking me? Somebody had posted it and they were out of California and I just thought it was hilarious because. It's really not that bad of advice, but they considered it bad advice. <laughs> so I guess oh, it's you... probably someone that got like a card for their birthday with nothing inside of it. <laughs> and they're like, that's terrible advice. <laughs> someone else is like, but it's that thought that counts. All right. Listen, people, it is the thought that counts. It so is. Don't be greedy. Okay. Yes. Don't be greedy. Oh, seriously. Okay, and then the second one is 
always swerve a little so other drivers stay away from you. Okay, if I see people swerving a little, I'm probably calling the police to report a drunk driver. <laughs> right? Um, hmm. <laughs> it's awesome. Virginia. Oh, close. Florida. I was going to say Florida, but I'm like, no, it's too obvious. Those are like the two major states. But, uh, they're like, but that like, because <laughs> Florida drivers and it's, it's okay. Like I can talk about Florida drivers. I used to live there for a short period of time and we have family that lives in Florida. It's a totally different world when you drive. <laughs> I feel like everywhere is, but that like, I'm thinking more like that DC metro area where they're all terrible drivers and like they have signs if you're on like the highway there that's just like fender bender just pull over here and it's like every 10 feet and I'm like how many fender benders do these people have it's like <laughs> they're nothing there I don't even think it affects their insurance rates because it's just so common it like, just happens oops fender bender yeah that, that is kind of a good one though right isn't it because <laughs> I'm like I might try that <laughs> when I was reading it I'm going yeah when I drive and somebody starts like swerving all over the road, I'm like, oh God, no, I, I either have to speed up and get away from this person or I better slow the fuck down so I can get away from this person. Right? <laughs> or just turn. Doesn't matter or just if you need go, to go a completely different way. Right. Oh, that's a good one. That's a fun game. Right? So I thought, oh no, that one's not really bad advice, but they claimed it was bad advice. So I just think it's hilarious advice. No, I think it's kind of funny. Almost as funny as when Jimmy Fallon did a segment about bad advice. He had somebody write in, to avoid embarrassment, start beatboxing after you farted. That's that's just weird. <laughs> I just can't stop imagining it. Just. <laughs> <laughs> over and over again uh, yeah well i live in a house full of boys so there's no embarrassment with farts around here no it's like I'm... a game i farted i farted i farted like, cool the dog farted <laughs> even my dogs are boys so yeah there's a lot of male species around me and farts <laughs> and burps and oh man well, maybe you should teach Vinny that when he farts, he has to beatbox after. Well, this is a kid that was singing Butterfly the other night. <laughs> I still don't know where he got it from. Like, I've been, like, going to find, like, what is he watching? So I have a six-and-a-half-year-old who's obsessed with Cartoon Network lately. Like, I don't even know how he came across it. I don't know, because, like, he can read now, so I think he sees the word cartoon, and he's, like, awesome, and, Mommy, did you do you watch this show? Do you like this show? It's called Apple and Onion, because it's about an apple and an onion, and I'm like, dude, we can't. <laughs> like, no, okay? Why didn't we invent that show? <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm like, this is, like, this is not kid-appropriate. Like, cartoon does not equate, like, kid show. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know where, but, so... Um, my husband was at work the other day and I'm like 
the kids are playing in the living room and I was either making dinner or cleaning up from dinner. And all of a sudden I just like I'm listening and I'm like, what is he? And he's standing like in the middle of the living room looking at the TV, but it wasn't on. And I just hear, I'm like, did he just, and I'm like, no, he couldn't have. And then he does it again. And I'm like, no, and I'm like, did he? And then he like moves from like where he's standing like to the couch. And again, and I'm like, oh, I don't I group text my husband and Elisa at the same time. And I'm like, dude, this kid is singing butterfly right now because all I keep hearing like three, four times in a row. And like, he's got the arms going and everything, right? Like, come my lady, come, come my lady. And I'm like, no, he did not. <laughs> I'm like, no, no, he did. I'm like, don't know where it came from. Like, we don't even listen to those songs anymore. Like, <laughs> right. That's hilarious. I, I don't know if I'm so imp- hard. I don't know if I'm impressed by the way he was singing it. Or the fact that I knew what song it was because, you know, I, I never know the names of the songs. I'm like, he's singing this song and it's like, so. That's, oh. I'm I just know. imagining him too. Oh my gosh. It's oh, never a dull moment in my house. Let's just say that. Oh. Um, all right, so I have another one that um, I will admit I used to think it was the most awesome advice in the world. I realize now as a more mature adult that it's not just bad advice, but probably extremely dangerous advice. Ooh. But it sounds so good. Right. So listen to this. And I'm sure if anybody's been to college, you've heard it. Um, You go out drinking all night with your friends and you either have class early in the morning that you know you have to make it to or you just know you don't want to feel like crap all day, even if it's a Sunday because you have homework or whatever, mm-hmm. or you just don't want to feel like crap. So take two Excedrin with a glass of water before you go to bed, and you won't be hungover in the morning. Oh, my God. That totally works for my dad, though. I know. Like, it works, but I don't necessarily know that it's a good idea. I mean, <laughs> it does work, but, I mean, I feel like that that falls under, like, you know, where you have to have that disclaimer, I'm not a doctor. I mean, unless you're True. in pre-med school and, like, you guys know what you're talking about, then, like, correct us. Because I'm not saying I haven't done it and, like, even – or, like, with Motrin because I don't really have Excedrin around all the time anymore. But, you know, like, an ibuprofen or something. Like, anything to, like, not – I'm sure just drinking the water is what does it. More – like, another similar one to that is, like, the people that would tell you – you stay awake until you start to feel sober because then you won't be hungover <laughs> when you wake That's up. That's hilarious. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I've heard quite a few people in my day say that that works. I mean, if maybe that works for them. Yeah, definitely not. <laughs> for me. I don't know that I've ever tried it. I don't know that I can stay awake that long. That's so funny. Oh boy. Do you have any other ones? Um I um I also read this one online. And I'm sorry I don't know what state it's from because I really wanted it to be part of our state game and they didn't say. But the advice was stop reading. You read too much, your eyes are going to hurt. Go watch TV instead. <laughs> that is really no that is really bad and that right there is what's wrong with society today people yeah i don't know who i and I, the, 
the source was cited very strangely, so I can't even tell you um, really much about it other than it came from a place called the Thought Catalog. Hmm. That sounds so, intriguing. Right? Um, I didn't have extra time to research what Thought Catalog was, but that that's some really terrible advice because as we know it should be the exact opposite right oh well these are good ones so i think at some point we'll probably have a follow-up because we know now to write down the bad advice when we hear it because we know that there's so much of it but we want to hear yours so definitely hit us up with that um but for now i think we should move into our f this and f that yeah definitely um do you want to start um i can start okay so this one i want i want to very carefully preface this with the statement and i guarantee you not one person listening to me is going to believe when i say this but i'm going to say it anyways because it is true i am not a feminist but I, this is, like, one of my biggest pet peeves. And, like, I'm not, and I mean, I'm not saying that, like, you know, like, feminists don't have, like, their part in the world. And I totally understand people that have, like, that totally, like, that's your passion. of it. Right. I just, I don't, I feel like I don't have the energy for it. Like, and I'm just, I'm not. Like, I just, I don't know. I guess I'm just kind of content with things in my life the way they are as a female. Except for all my alumni mail from one of my colleges now all of a sudden being addressed to Mrs. Michael Fick. Let me tell you, I got all of my college degrees before I ever met my husband. Right. And now all my mail comes in his name. He didn't go to that school. No. Nope. He didn't know me when I graduated. Nope. Um, he didn't pay my bill. Like, if he paid my bill, maybe I'd be like, okay, like, you know, throw him a little, like, you know, letter once in a while. But right. he didn't do that. So why colleges that you know who you are, do you send me mail in his name? That is a that's a good one. Oh, so fucking annoying. I did um, see a TikTok. To <laughs> like, where is she going with this? Because um, you see a lot of TikToks, by the I way. I do, <laughs> I do. Um, it's fine. It's part of me working my way to TikTok anonymous. Hmm. And you know how people do like. In, not impressions, but they mimic comedians. So they like mouth the words, but it's a comic mm-hmm. that's actually you know playing in the background. The so voiceover, one, yeah, or not the you. voiceover. Okay. Whatever, yeah, whatever it is. And this one was about feminists, and the lady was like, "Excuse me, excuse me, y'all. Here's my problem with feminists. Why did you tell people we can do stuff?" Life was perfectly fine because we didn't have to do stuff. Now we all have to do stuff. <laughs> and I laughed probably way too long 
long and way too hard. And I was like, yes. Yeah. Why did they say we can do stuff? Yeah. Again, nothing against feminists. I just thought that that TikTok was hilarious because. Like, I don't know. Like, Why? I mean, and I do stuff. You do stuff. We all, like, we yes. do stuff. We're not lazy. Um, no. We, it's not. If anything, I describe myself as a hustler. Not a hustler, <sighs> like I'm pimping out people, but I'm just a, a hustler. hustler, baby. Yeah. I can't sing like you, so I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm a hustler, baby. Um, no, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like. I'm spending too much time on this and I'm digging myself a hole and I'm aware of that people. So just say what you need to, to me. It's fine. Um, Cause nobody has to agree in, with me. The thing about it is like, I think I just, I can't be a feminist because I just I don't have the energy for the fight. And I think, you know, other people do a really good job of that. Mm-hmm. So thank you. But I just, I don't like, cause the only thing that I think, would really classify me as like a diehard feminist is the fact that like my alumni mail comes to my husband yeah that's very annoying I mean my alumni mail does but we both went to the same school and graduated the same right so it it always says Mr. and Mrs. annoying but makes sense yeah mine annoying makes no sense like we never even donated money to the school after we got married okay like and you think i'm gonna give you money after you send my mail to my husband nope nope you think he's gonna give you money good luck right you can keep trying but he doesn't open his mail i open it for him not always i get in trouble actually especially around christmas because holidays is the only time that like all these packages start coming to the house that are like not always for me. So like if you see an Amazon, I'm like, oh like subscribe and save or like, you know, whatever. So I just start like and I'm like, oh oops. I was like, um, Ooh. this one's not mine. And then I get in trouble. And so I'm a little more careful now these days of um checking the labels. Okay. I learned my lesson. It is a felony, by the way. People don't open someone else's mail. Mm, that is true. Unless it's your school that you attended and the wrong name is on the letter oh dumb okay. well my f this is we so we bought our house uh, about six and a half years ago and the first we bought it at the end of i'm sorry we bought it in the beginning of november which if you know anything about weather in western new york in the beginning of november is it's a complete crapshoot you could literally get anything so we didn't really know like what our flower beds were going to be we noticed that there was one in the front yard and one in the backyard so spring comes around and you know everything thaws and flowers start growing and we're just like well we'll see what grows because we don't know everything was dead by the time we moved into our house and there were some very nice flowers that grew and then the shit hit the fan because the people who lived here before us decided it would be the coolest thing ever to plant fucking ivy in both of the flower beds ivy that crawls into your air conditioner and clogs it that 
crawls into your siding that you pull it out of that chokes out all of the flowers in your flower beds, including hostas, which like can live through a zombie apocalypse. They're the easiest flower ever. If you don't like plants, get a hosta. Highly suggest that. Um, I don't know because I kill plants that are supposed to be like idiot proof. So, well, I didn't plant them. They came with my house, but they just keep coming back bigger and bigger. Yeah. Um. So yeah, fuck the ivy and people planting it because that's great. You planted it and then you moved, and I'm stuck pulling it out on a daily basis. It's so incredibly frustrating. Like, I don't get it. I don't know what the purpose of your idea was to plant it. Because it doesn't even look pretty. It looks annoying. Because it is annoying. Um, do you so, want some advice on how to get rid of that? Yes, I would love advice on how to get rid of the ivy. Okay. I don't really have any, but I just wanted to throw the word advice out there. So if anybody has advice, anybody has on how advice, to get, please help her because I got. I've nothing. heard like vinegar water. Yeah, that didn't do anything. I've heard bleach, but the only problem I have with bleach is I don't want to kill the other flowers, mm-hmm. and I don't know. Like, does ivy have like like a mother source like warts do, and you have to like get the mother wart to destroy all the baby warts like. Is there a mother ivy to destroy all the baby ivy? I don't know. Yes, I just compared ivy to a wart because that's was, how horrible yeah. they are. <laughs> so, yeah, if you have any good advice on how to get rid of the fucking ivy, let me know. Yes, thank you. So I don't have so, to pull it out every day. With that, I think we gave everyone listening to us a lot of reasons to come at us so please do good yeah. bad whatever we we we'll take it all we don't care right if you haven't figured out we don't care um we do we care about we do you and we care about you listening to us but we don't care if you want to be like nice or not so nice or yeah, if, you if you have a differ different... in opinion from us it's fine that's cool it's fine we can still be friends and not have to think 100 percent the same way Right. Or, you know, we don't have to be friends, but we can just be like, you know, mutually civil with each other, whichever, you know, yeah. you let us know what kind of relationship you want and we're here for you. So, um, thank you for listening. Um, please rate and review us if you could subscribe to us because then you're going to know when the next episodes are up and you can listen to them right away. Mm-hmm. Um, share it with your friends. Screenshot the episode or just tell your friends send them a link to it anything um we really appreciate you helping us get our name out there so that other people can listen to us (gasps) oh 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 i just remembered elisa yeah we need this is so important and we need to throw this out there because we know people are listening to us so guys if you did not listen to our last episode where we were talking about how and wellness and all that fun <gasps> stuff and then oh, i know where this is going we now. recapped our snarky tea six weeks to get fit 
detox and cleanse teas. And can we just tell you that our spirit animals reached out to us and they listened to us and they <gasps> love us as much as we love them. And we so screamed exciting. like a bunch of like schoolgirls and so we just have to throw them all the love because yes. Yes. that just made our day. Like, I mean, you, it was like the equivalent of like the most famous person in the world, like <laughs> calling you and being like, we so love awesome. you. So if you just, haven't started following them on Instagram, please do. Oh my gosh. And on Twitter, we're following them on Twitter too. And they yes. are like all the sass. It's fantastic. It's great. Like, it's awesome. We wish we could be as sassy and awesome as them. So someday you know, girls can dream, yeah. but, um, just so you know, the obsession is mutual between us and them oh, and we're so, so awesome. <laughs> so, um, follow us on Instagram while you're checking out snarky tea. Um, we are at filterless females on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Um, mm-hmm. we are at filterless F N S on Twitter. And you can email us, filterlessfemales at gmail.com, if you have anything to say about episodes. Um, If you have questions for us, you can send them to us and we can mention them, maybe try to help you work through it in a future episode. Um, If you have comments, anything, 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 please share. We're here for you guys anytime. So thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing the love with your friends. Definitely. And as always, guys, make sure to uh, be brave, be fierce, but most of all, be filterless. All right. Thanks, guys. Catch you next time. Bye.